Welcome back to the HMA Interview Podcast. We're excited to have Senior Nationals champ and sophomore from Northern Colorado, Andrea Liras, join us today for the 51st interview. Before we roll the episode, let me fill you in on the latest at HMA Wrestling. First and foremost, we have just published our first ever merchandise order, and it is live on our site at hmawrestling.com slash shop. That's hmawrestling.com slash shop. Purchasing our compound sportswear gear is the best way to support HMA to keep on producing content. All right, enough from me. Let's turn it over to Andrew Alirez. All right, welcome back to the HMA Interview Podcast. I'm joined today by Andrew Alirez from Northern Colorado. Andrew, how's it going today? Going good. I'm feeling good. I ain't got nothing to complain about. That's awesome. That's awesome. So um, you just got back from Senior Nationals. I'd like to touch on that a little bit later in the in the episode. Um, but what, what, what has it been like since you got back? It's only been a couple days now. What have you been doing since you got back from Senior Nationals? Nothing much, you know, just kind of taking it all in. I've stopped by my family and friends, stopped visiting them, showed them my little stop sign, just uh, taking it all in and enjoying the, enjoying the moment right now. Yeah, yep. Um, not, your first, not your first ever stop sign, is it? Yeah, well, first place. I got a yeah. lot of second, third, fourth, all that, but that's my first big one. Well, that's exciting for sure, and um, that was a – a really, really stacked bracket, and I'm excited to, to get into that later on. Um, but let's let's take it back to the beginning of your career, um, how you got started in the sport of wrestling. Just what was the introduction like when you first got started? So my dad and family have wrestled for a while, you know, their whole lives. So I've kind of been groomed my whole life. I started wrestling diapers, you know, ever since I was little. I've been fed from my family that I'm going to be the one. I'm supposed to do this, and I'm going to do that. So uh, just growing up, I've always had that, uh, I wouldn't call it pressure, but just that feeling of support growing right. up. Yeah, so. A little bit of an expectation, I guess. Yeah, like an expectation. I'm, I'm supposed to go do this and that. So yep. well, it's been like that. Well, that's awesome. Did you play any other sports growing up? Um, I did. So I boxed. I played uh, football, baseball, soccer. I, I did most of the sports. Up until around, I boxed throughout middle school, and then, uh, but I stopped playing football and baseball and all that around like middle school. Right when middle school started yeah. is when I mainly wrestled. So when you first got when you first got started in wrestling, your first couple years, did you love it immediately, or did it take you a little bit a little bit to develop a passion for the sport? Oh, it took me a little bit. I didn't really like it. Well, wrestling's tough, you know. It's uh, it's not like football or any of these other sports where you're literally out there having fun. You know, every day you yeah. go into the training room as a kid. You know, you'd rather be playing video games and doing this instead of going out and grinding in the garage and getting beat up on. So it took me a while to finally find some love for the sport, and that was uh, kind of happened once I started seeing a lot of success because, you know, everybody loves winning. So right. once that started to happen, I really – started to grow a passion and then it just started growing and growing every day. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so when you first got started, obviously you, you, you played sports up until about middle school. Um, so is that when you started to get really serious about it and, and really um, take pride in it and make it a big, um, I guess, a big part of your life? Did you go to, did you travel to tournaments? What was it like when you kind of switched off from other sports and prioritized wrestling? So when I started focus on wrestling is when I got real serious and uh, 
asking my dad to take me because I grew up going to Tulsa and all them. Right. But then uh, I started asking to go to all these other tournaments like McDonough Duels, Heartland, all the, all that other stuff. Uh, once I started loving wrestling, it made me want to reach out and go to all these different tournaments, just looking for more opportunities and just training harder, taking it more seriously instead of, of course, doing that three three month football season or whatever. Just uh, mm-hmm. always wrestling. I started like taking ownership of my own career real young, you know, I kind of ran my own workouts. I'd go for my own runs, go sprint, go do this and that by myself. Did you have much success when you started, when you started to get serious? So I was, uh, I've always been the kind of guy who, who wasn't winning Tulsa and stuff like that, but I was always placing, I was always right there. So um, I, I wasn't winning, but I'm right there. And, uh, yeah, I started to like it as I started to win. I didn't start winning crazy really until, like, my junior year of high school. Yeah. Is when, uh, yeah, I kind of broke through, hit that number one in the country spot my senior year. And that's when you really broke through and, like, made a name for yourself. I remember um, you started to get really, really big around that time. Um, But, I mean, back to your middle school, I guess, area – do, who were your coaches and partners at the time? You're you're in Colorado at the time, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, my family owns a gym, Top Notch Sports Academy. So my dad's always been my coach, and we've uh, we've had our program, and we've always had a bunch of kids coming in training, just local guys. And then uh, of course I used to go to all these other different clubs just to kind of get some live and work with different partners. Like I remember. I used to stop in at like mile high every now and then they used to have the Norwicks back in the day. I used to go train over there just to get some live in. But when I would compete, it'd be wrestling under my dad. Yeah. Um, so when you got into high school, you were at Greeley, I believe Greeley central. Um, what were the expectations for you when you got there? Um, because obviously you'd had some success in middle school, um, were you kind of one of the top top guys in your high school program? Um, and what were the expectations that your coaches and your parents had for you? So my whole life going into high school, uh, the expectation for me was to be a four-timer, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, ever since I was real young, eight years old, that was, that was like my first goal that I had was being a four-time state champ. And then as I got closer, it kind of evolved more. Like it went from just being a four-timer to – I don't even want to lose ever. And then it right. went to just jumping, jumping where it got to a point where I'll state ain't even like my, like the thing I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about all these other stuff, these bigger aspirations. Mm-hmm. So you ended up reaching that goal, but um, a lot more than that than just a four timer, you um, ended up number one overall recruit in your class, um, won the junior Hodge trophy um, along with an uh, other plethora of accomplishments in your high school career. Um, what, what do you think made you have that big jump around your, your junior year when you took second at World Team Trials and um, just had kind of a breakout year? What, was the, what do you think was the cause for that? Um, I think just maturing as a wrestler and, like, physically. Uh, I put on a lot of muscle going from my sophomore to my junior year. I jumped from being a 26-pounder to a 45-pounder. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, as I grew in weight and kind of – stopped really cutting a lot. It made me feel a lot better, and I really 
was able to focus on my wrestling rather than all this outside stuff, you know, like cutting weight or doing whatever. Right. And when you, when you started to stop cutting weight, what, what kind of um, other areas did you see yourself improving in? Were you getting better at your, your skills, your conditioning, whatever, what was all that went up when you stopped cutting weight and you started to uh, grow a little bit? Uh, mainly my skills, you know, because I'm out there drilling every day and um, actually focusing on what I got to do rather than focusing on like, all right, I need to try to lose at least three pounds a day or two pounds or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. I was just really more invested in training rather than cutting weight. Obviously, you get older, you got to cut weight like now. Um, right. I put on a lot of size just to get to a point where I am cutting a lot of weight to make that 49 or I made 47 for this past tournament. Right. So it, it's a part of the sport, but as I'm, when I was growing in high school, yeah, I, I stopped cutting weight and it, it really had a positive effect on me. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. It's good to see um, people be able to have success when they stop cutting weight because a lot of like the mentality behind cutting weight is you feel like that's the only way you can, you can succeed. And so it's, it's good to see people who take time to grow and take time to focus on their skills and have, have more success. Um, Cause I feel like that's a, a misread, um, I guess, opinion nowadays um, that you, you can't win unless you cut weight. Um, but what was the recruiting process like for you? You obviously ended up uh, staying very close to home at, at UNC and, um, was that always the plan or did that wait until last minute? I've always had UNC kind of in my sights uh, thinking about going there. But uh, in high school, obviously growing up, I've always had changes when I was young. I, I've changed like what college I want to go to from mm-hmm. ages like 10 to when I finally did make my decision. But uh, I, I was open to everybody. I was talking to a lot of schools. But uh, I committed pretty early to UNC my junior year, right after I won Doc B. Mm-hmm. And uh, the reason I did that is so I kind of bought in on what Troy and Moreno and Kylie were telling me. Like, uh, if I want to be able to build this team, I gotta re- I I gotta commit now, so I could go try to recruit these other guys to c- jump on board too. Right. So uh, yeah, I, I didn't do like the whole visit stuff really. Uh, mm-hmm. That was kind of the only thing that I missed out on. But other than that. I was yeah. talking to, to a lot of schools. And was that was that after your his number one performance? Uh, no, that was before. So my ju- I went to who's number one my senior year. Okay. And I, I had already been committed for a year. Yeah. It was my junior year when I made my verbal. Gotcha. Okay. Who's number one? I was already locked in. Got it. Got it. Okay. Um, so what, what was it like, that recruiting process? Like when, when did you start to narrow it down? Why did you end up choosing UNC? So the story of me choosing UNC was, uh, so I had, I I was real open. I I wasn't ready to commit nowhere. And then, uh, I had a bad Fargo and then I went to super 32 and, I was wrestling good. I was predicted to do pretty well in the tournament. And uh, every match, I saw all the college coaches' mat side, and uh, and they were all watching me. But then I, I ended up falling and getting pinned by uh, – I forgot who it was, but he ended up sticking me. And on the backside, all them coaches that were mat side, they all kind of left, you know. And uh, I looked over, and the only one there was Troy. He was with me when I was down. And that's kind of a trait that I look for uh, as a coach. Yeah, that's really, really cool. 
and interesting that you say that um, because I've heard a lot of a lot of coaches talk about um, their especially with the guys that, that they go to watch at Super 32, they know who the good guys are and they know who they're looking for already before they go into, they know the rankings and everything. So they like to, they like to look for the guys who will have some adversity, how they, how they handle that, um, how they handle their weight cut and diet and all that. Um, so I think that's really cool that, that you were able to kind of reverse that card on the coaches to figure out um, what they were yeah. like. So that's really cool. Yeah. Cause that tournament I lost early but I ended up coming back all the way to third and fourth. I wrestled like seven, eight straight matches to come back. Mm-hmm. And then they were back, Matt side watching sure. again. Yeah. And I was already feeling some type of way about that. So uh, just seeing Troy there made me, made me feel like that's where I need to be. Yeah, that's, that's really, really cool. And, um, and that's exciting um, that you're able to feel that connection with the coach and also stay so close to home. How, how far is, um, is UNC from where you grew up? So yeah, I'm. I've lived right by campus, no more than ten minutes away, seven minutes. So my uh, my high school is a block away from our Butler, where we wrestle. So I've wow. always been real close to UNC. I've been around that program since my eighth grade year. So wow. uh, I've I've really seen everything happen. I've seen the change firsthand. So that's why I didn't. I didn't have no doubt when it was time to make that decision. Yeah, that is fantastic. Is there like a club? Is there a club there, an RTC type um, club? Yeah, yeah. So my eighth grade year was like the first year they got the RTC running. Mm-hmm. And I had placed at Fargo. So that qualified me to get in there and start training. And once I was able to, I was in it's there. Every opportunity I was, I had. That is awesome. That's really, really cool. Um, what, were you training with the college guys in that room from, from eighth grade on? Yeah, yeah. So I, wow. I was wrestling with them, yeah, since I was a little kid in middle school. So uh, I, I know the old guys, yeah. I've been around that program for a while. I was doing – they'd have their simulation match days and Troy yeah. would throw me mm-hmm. in the simulation match. How much were you weighing in eight, the eighth grade year? Yeah, so uh, – it's funny because I started wrestling with all the 25ers and the smallest yeah. guys. Yeah, and then you said 110. Yeah, different groups as I got bigger. Yeah, wow. I was a little guy in middle school. That's that's really really cool. You were able to wrestle with them as an eighth grader. Um, wow, that's that's crazy. That's something I'd lo- I'd love to do. Um, but that that's fantastic that it, it came in right as you were able to as well. So yeah, that, it was that's like perfect timing. Did that have much to do with your recruiting process too? Getting to getting yeah, to be a part just, of the uh, yeah, it was kind of different because uh, I'm sure most like other coaches they're recruiting you, but you don't really know them. You know, they're just mm-hmm. kind of hitting you up. I've been around Troy, talked to Troy like two times, three times a week for the last years. You know, since right you know, eighth grader, so we really built a a real relationship where it feels like it's not just like. A, it's not new, you know? Yeah. So feels like he's been there. He's been a part of my life for a while. Him, Moreno, Kylie, all of them. I've been around there. So uh, when it was time to make my decision, it was just – it felt really good, really comfortable to make that. And knowing I got the support of G-Town behind me. So there right. is a, no wrong. Yeah, that is really, really cool. Um, and, you know, I think it also plays a, a role in your success in freestyle too. Like your, your success – has has not been just limited to, to folk style. You've had some some crazy 
um, success at Fargo and World Team Trials and this last weekend at Senior Nationals. So I'm sure um, being a part of that RTC program and being uh, exposed to the top-level guys, wrestling freestyle at such a young age really, really helped with that. For sure. So, um, as as you started to get older, how much did you buy into freestyle to kind of feed that flame for for the skill that you have now? Oh, it was. Uh, I didn't wrestle any freestyle until my eight. Fargo was my first. Well, I went to Southern Plains like two weeks before, three right. weeks before Fargo, and then Fargo was my second freestyle tournament ever. Uh, my eighth wow. grade year. And then uh, once I went there and I kind of just fell in love with it, you know, being able to end a match so quick. And then from there on, it was just something I love. Like that's freestyle is my favorite style for sure. But why I know, is that? Yeah. Why? Why? Why is that? Uh, I like being on my feet, man. I like mm -hmm. uh, bouncing around, shooting and getting takedowns. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of top and bottom, but I know I got to do it. Right. Yeah. You got to do stuff you don't want to do. But uh when it comes to my preference, freestyle is definitely number one. Yeah. Um, I, I love hearing people's reasoning because some people, some people um, like the scrambles in freestyle better. And, but everybody seems to like freestyle better that, um, that, that I guess wrestles in both and has, is at a high level. Um, yeah, I think it's just more exciting. It, it sure is. And it's a lot of fun to watch too. Um, I think that the way that it's built, there's very little room for, for passivity and, and um, non-entertaining positions. Um, so it's, it's a great style. And I think um, it's going to, it's going to really bring in more people because it's, it's super entertaining. Um, was your, who's number one match freestyle or folk style? It was folk style. It was folk style. Um, I remember watching that and I remember where I was. I remember you, you guys had a little bit of beef. It was you and, and Lu Chow, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you guys had a little bit of a, a beef there before the match um, in the, on Twitter and then a little bit in the press conference. Um, just walk me through that process and what it was like with, um, with you and him before what was going through your mind and if you let it get to you at all. Yeah, no, nah, it didn't get to me or nothing like that because how I've grown up, you know, I've dealt with people talking like that all the time, you know, like uh, even just for, just for fun, just to be funny. So uh, nothing like that ever got to me, but uh, yeah, it was it was a cool situation. I think uh, I honestly thought it was good for wrestling. I think it brought in a lot of outside attention. Mm -hmm. and, uh, but when it comes down to it, I wasn't like I wasn't trying to do nothing like that. I was just being who I am, you know. So right. when it comes uh, in a disrespectful manner at all, you got to stand on that. That's just what I believe. And. Uh, I probably could have, shouldn't have went off on Twitter like that, but uh, I, I probably could have handled it a little different. But it yeah. is what it is, you know, it's in the past. And to this day, you know, still, if any, if someone comes like that, you know, that's got to be handled. Right. And it ended up working out for you pretty well in the end, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, I got that. I got the win. I wrestled awful, but <laughs> I got it done. I don't know though. about that one. Yeah. Um. That, that was crazy. I remember I was, uh, so I was, I didn't know that there was a, I think it was a six or four pound weight allowance, six pound uh -huh. weight allowance. So you were, and I didn't even know. Smaller. Yeah. Because I, I was weighing about 150 flat. Right. And, uh, yeah. When I saw him, yeah. He stepped on the scale at 58. I was like, damn, what the hell, you know? 
Yeah. And uh, I was all chugging water, just trying to trying to hit 52, just so I could say I weigh 52. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. So that was, it was a good experience. That was, that's a real cool environment. I love that. Yep. And you got to wrestle when it was in Grace Hall at Lehigh, right? Yeah, yeah. That it's, was the last year they did it there. Yeah. Um, which I think is a it was a really cool place and um, whose number one is grown a lot, um, but it's kind of cool to be a part of the first place, um, be able to wrestle in that. It all began. Um, what what what, what kind of load off your chest was it when you when you won that to kind of back up all the all the talk that had happened before the match? Was that a load off your chest? Um, yeah, you know, obviously, because if I would have lost, then I would have been real pissed. But uh, it was just kind of it feels good to get stuff done always. But I, yeah. I wasn't uh, taking it too, too serious. Right. Yeah. Me, me, and Jace are cool now. He's we've uh, talked a little bit. That's cool. But, uh, good here. He's a lot bigger now, isn't he? He's a sixty-five. Yeah, he's. I I always knew he was gonna be real big. Just, just yeah, wrestling. I'm. You you look at that. I've watched that match not too long ago, and I just you could just see how much smaller I was. Like yeah, I, I, it, I it was. It was definitely very clear. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was, he was cutting from like seventy to fifty, yeah. to about fifty pounds. Yeah, it was a, uh, it was a big difference. That's for sure. I remember I got that first takedown, and then like going out of bounds. I remember just being like, "Dang, man, I am tired." And after that match, I went backstage. I was throwing up. That was tough. <laughs> yeah, that that must have taken a lot of energy. Um, I, you know, I've wrestled a lot of. Um, guys that are bigger than me and it, it's it's such a different battle um when guys cut weight it's a it's a big advantage but at the same time it's also like we said it, it takes away from a lot of your attention to skill and um and other things so especially now almost all tournaments except what super 32 it's uh same day win right yeah. yeah i don't believe in cutting really when you're young but obviously, you hit college. I learned that the yeah, hard way yeah. last year. I was a hundred. I was probably one hundred fifty-five pounds on a big day. Yeah. Last year, wrestling forty-nine. Yeah, that's uh, a over the summer. I got up to like seventy. So making forty-seven was pretty, pretty. It wasn't tough, but it was a cut. I felt it. Right. But uh, it's good. You plan you on going. You plan on going forty-nine again next year. Yeah, yeah, I'll be 49th for my whole life. I don't think I'm gonna get much taller. So, okay. Um, and that's a, that's a, normally a good fit for. It's 65. It'll be hard, but um, good fit into the Olympic weight. Um, but let's let's get into your college career a little bit. Um, it started off really really strong. Your your first semester included a bunch of opens. Um, that people were kind of waiting. You were the number one rec uh, recruit in your class, and so people were kind of waiting to see how well you'd pan out. What was it like with that kind of pressure? Everybody was watching you to see how it would work out. And, um, and then kind of go into the decision of not redshirting. Just just walk me through what it was like when you first got to, to UNC. Yeah, uh, that, that like uh, pressure, uh, I don't really feel no pressure hardly. Uh, so I love it. You know, you want to put yeah. that on my back. Uh, I'm going to be able to carry it. So uh, going into my freshman year, I was excited, man. Uh, we were training hard. Those two opens, I, I was firing. I was wrestling pretty well. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, and then I had some setbacks. The injuries started coming, and I right. uh, fought through them. 
but it, it's tough, man. College season, it's no joke. You got you got to be mentally prepared for that. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Um, so one one tournament that I really want to dive into a little bit is one that I was at, and I was at the Southern Scuffle, um, where you had a really really good tournament. Took second as a true freshman, um, but you also wrestled a true freshman. I believe Evis was a true freshman in the finals. Oh, yeah. Um, which really shows the depth of, of our country right now where we can bring in guys from high school and they can compete at the highest level. Um, but what was it like going to that tournament? Take me to, to the process. What was your weight cut like? Because um, obviously it's a huge tournament, and so I'm sure you had a lot of focus on that. Yeah, yeah. So that was uh, my first tournament back because uh, I had our West Virginia duel, and then I was out and then came back for the scuffle. So uh, it, was, it was nice to finally be back on the mat. I was really excited for it. And um, I wrestled by – there was no weight cut, you know, because yeah. uh, like I said, I was, uh, I was real small. So I was eating, feeling good, feeling energized. And then uh, wrestled well, got to the finals, one scramble, didn't, didn't go my way, you know. That's just right. how it goes sometimes. Yep. Um, but it was an entertaining tournament from you especially. Um, it, it was it was good to see you. you were able to put up a lot of points on guys a lot bigger and a lot older than you, um, so that was just a, a a fun experience for me to watch that. Um, and then obviously it was a very very weird year. Um, I think you you were going to the NCAs. Um, I I think we'll just we'll skip ahead to that. And um, this is gonna be Andrew Lira's story time. What was it like um, after your conference? Um, tournament where you qualified you were you saw the brackets you were seated when did you start to hear rumors that maybe there would be no fans that maybe it would get canceled just walk me through that week um after your conference tournament and what was going through your mind yeah so uh we got back from big 12s you know normal coming back normal getting ready to train and uh yeah the speculation started coming I remember uh, talking to my teammates about having when we started hearing that there ain't gonna be no fans, and we were uh, real bummed about it because it was supposed to be at the Viking Stadium, right? Right. And uh, so it's supposed to be a real big show, and I'm I'm the type of guy that uh, I thrive off of big crowds, big high energy matches. You know, that's that's where I want to be. That's why I'm wrestling in college. That's why I try to go to all these tournaments to put myself in that situation, give myself that opportunity. Right. Yeah, so we heard there's going to be no fans, and then we're like, damn, all right, whatever. Kind of got to live with it. Still got to wrestle. Uh, we had our brackets came out, and I actually loved my my draw. You had a, you had a good draw, that's for sure. Yeah, I, w- I was very happy with where I was sitting. I was feeling ready to compete. And then uh, the, the last day, I remember – the whole team were all in treatment, right? And uh, we see, I think it was basketball got mm-hmm. canceled. Yep. So uh, we're all in the trainer room, and then we start seeing people come in and out that of the trainer room that we never see. So we're just sitting there, like, just thinking, you know. And then uh, rumors start floating around, and we're talking to everybody, but they're saying, as of right now, no, schools are pulling out, but we're not going to pull out. And then uh, give it, like, 15, 20 minutes later, right before practice, we get a text saying that we're going to have a team meeting. And uh, by then, we, we kind of knew what, what we were going to hear. So mm-hmm. we all went to the wrestling room. Troy uh, sat us all down and let us know that there ain't going to be a season. Uh, 
and yeah, we're done. We're off the hook until whenever we had to come back. So um, yeah, went out. We we were devastated, man. It, it sucked. That was uh, cause I ended my last match. My last tournament was Big Twelves, and it did not end how I wanted. So that was just eating at me for months. You know, yeah. I never got the chance to to redeem myself or even give myself the opportunity to do it. So that that really hurt me. I was down for a minute, but uh, you always. Eventually, you got to get over it. You know, you got to look for the next thing, and that next thing was senior nationals. Yeah. So, um, walk me through your summer. What it was like? Because um, I'm I'm sure there was very little on the side of training over there. Um, nobody in the in the country was really able to get um, much high level training in, in normal in normal circumstances, at least. Um, nobody in the world um, really. So, what was what was your training like? I want to hear. Um, your stories did you go back to to your um your home and your old club did you did you wrestle with the guys that you used to wrestle with at high school and yeah what was it like when you when you went back yeah so uh when all that was going on I I was uh pretty pretty locked in you know still because I felt like I need to I need to do something since that last tournament I wasn't happy with it so uh, I, w- I was running a lot just whenever I could. I'd go outside, stance in motion outside, just do whatever I can. Mm-hmm. And uh, getting on the mat, I'm, I was, I'm lucky enough to have a gym, you know. So I got the keys going whenever I want and work out. So I was kind of uh, blessed in that situation being right. able to get on the mat. Obviously, I wasn't able to, like, have partners. So it was just me and my brother who's right around the same size as me. So we were just in there training whenever we could, just trying to trying to stay busy. Obviously, not going hard really, just uh, just drilling, studying, just trying to grow. But it definitely was a it was a tough time, you know, because yeah, it's it's hard not being able to see your team, your friends, all this all this stuff, uh, and the world's changing, you know, and you got to learn how to change with it and adapt. When did you get back back to school, back to normal training? We uh. Got back training, what was it? I think four weeks ago we started our runs. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, we have our long distance and our short distance run days twice, uh, Tuesday and Thursday. And then uh, me and Moshe, we've been training for about six hard. You know, we've been going every day, uh, 7.30, 6.30, waking up early, going and training, lifting, running just doing everything we can we 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 really grinded for this tournament you know and uh it showed it showed unc sent three people me Catherine, and motion we put them all in the finals so uh we trained real hard troy and moreno really put a lot of time into us troy was helping moshe with the greco and uh moreno was with me training training freestyle getting me ready yeah so um that's that's really really cool um what were your expectations going into senior nationals? Because obviously, normally um, freshmen in college, especially true true freshmen, don't normally compete in the senior nationals, and much less expect to win and, and win the tournament in a, in a bracket like that as too. Um, what were your expectations? What was it like going into that tournament? So where where I was sitting is just in my mind, you know. I I believe I'm the guy, you know. I believe I'm the best always, no matter. No matter who's you put in front of me, I believe uh, I'm the best. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it done. But uh, I also understand that wrestling's a crazy sport. Anything could happen. Anyone could be beat on any given day. Me too. I could lose to anybody. You know, you you never know. 
So uh, I just kind of went in with that mentality, just thinking I'm just going to go out there and bang and see what happens. And, um, and it helped me just really let it fly. And I, I, was, I wasn't thinking about wins and losses. I was just thinking going, going out there and just letting it all go. Well, that's, that's awesome. I, I, this, you said the weight cut was a little bit harder this time than what you're used to. Um, what was it like when you, when you, you know, you finally got a, a hard weight cut in and I'm sure it's been a while before or yeah, since you had something like that. What was that weight cut like? It's been a minute since I've had the cut weight, but, uh, I did it real smart. Uh, my coaches, Kylie mainly, uh, he's had me on a diet plan for five weeks, you know, four weeks. So I got my weight down the last day I was about seven over, uh, but it was pretty easy. Last day, and then the next day, scratch. I was about eight over the next day, but it was just water, Gatorade. So uh, it wasn't too bad, but it was honestly kind of nice having to do that. It's been a minute uh, since I've had to cut weight like that, and it's been a long time since I've went into a tournament feeling like I'm one of the bigger guys. Yeah, I'm sure it has. Um, what was that feeling like when you got there and you were like, hey, um, these guys are a little bit smaller than me? Yeah, yeah, because uh, a lot of them were 41-pounders, you know? Right. So uh, I walked in there just with the mentality, like, I'm bigger, stronger, faster, more technical, and uh, we're just going to see what happens. But it, it did feel good knowing just every time I locked up with somebody, it felt like their strength advantage was on my side. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm hoping that translates to everywhere. Yeah, but, that, um, that keeps I'm, coming. A lot more fit in for this weight class now, especially 49. Right. Yeah, that's exciting. Um, I'm sure that's going to be a um, rough season if there is if there is one, but 49 is going to be a little low, um, especially weighing 70. Um, but when you were when you were wrestling those guys, um, you know that was one of the the toughest brackets of the tournament. Um, obviously, I, I what was your seed? I think you're maybe around. Nine, yeah, um, nine, ten, around there. So, um, obviously, nobody really had you slated to make the finals, much less take take the tournament, um, take the title. Um, did, were you thinking about that at all? I'm, I'm sure you, you were pretty laser focused. And um, just walk me through that tournament and what, what the day was like. Yeah, I was just thinking, you know, let them sleep, let let them keep thinking that. I, I know I've been beaten high-level dudes my whole career. I've been beating senior-level guys for a minute now since my senior year in high school. You know, I've been beating All-Americans since I was a junior. Mm -hmm. So uh, I know what I could do. And I, I told people in Broken Arrow a while ago that when people forget, I'm going to show them, I'm going to remind them who I am. And that's exactly what I did. And when I did it, I made sure to let everybody know yeah. that I did. Yep, so, you sure did. Uh, going through that tournament, it was uh, – I think I had a pretty tough draw, you know. I, uh, I think I, I beat second, third, and fourth. So uh, definitely earned that stop sign. Yep, you sure did. Um, and it was, it was exciting to watch you wrestle. Um, again, your, your freestyle skills are, are, are really, really good, and I'm excited to watch you, even after college, um, compete on that scene. Did, and, you, and you said you, you mentioned training at, at Broken Arrow this summer. Were you, were you over there with um, Coach Guerrero? Yeah, yeah, I went to uh, the one of the camps. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember what it was, but it was me, my two brothers, and one of my homies. We uh, drove over there and stood there for about a week, 
with uh, Guerrero. Yeah, learned a lot of good technique. It was funny. I was actually rolling with uh, Evan a lot there, and we were really? talking. Really? Yeah, yeah. So um, he's he's a good dude, but it's kind of funny that it was me and him in the finals, even though right. we, were, we were just training together not too long ago. And I'll tell you what, nobody predicted that to be the finals, um, but um, it ended up that way, and and it did not disappoint. That's for sure. Um, yeah, I, I got to train a little bit with Coach Guerrero this summer too. Um, he had a little bit of a high school youth camp, and um, I got to spend a little bit of time with him, and and that was fantastic. He's he's such a great coach, and um, this summer he put on some some really good camps for the for the college guys and international high school guys. Um, so it's it's cool to to hear what he did this summer. Oh yeah, no doubt. It was it was a great camp. Learned a lot. Uh, and just tried to take everything I got from it. I'm very thankful for having that opportunity. For sure, for sure. So looking forward to the next season. We got our fingers crossed that, that it actually happens. And and if it happens, that we get the longest possible with the most, most possible matches and all fans are there. Um, but that's probably not super realistic. Um, so are, are you spending much time thinking about that? And um, where, where's your mind regarding um, – you know this this upcoming season. Are you are you planning on competing in it? If there is one, is there are there talks of redshirting this year since you do have one left to use? Um, what what what's your mind like going into the season? Um, so if they have a season, you know, uh, yeah, it's kind of a tough situation. Uh, I want to yeah. wrestle, of course, but uh, I would hate to wrestle and then them and then right have them cancel again right before NCAs. That would but be- uh, I think. Yeah, the plan right now is uh, UNC, we're going to send the best roster we got. So, obviously, I'll, I'll, I'll be wrestling if we do have a season and uh, just trying to control what I can control and uh, just go out there and scrap when I can and just do just do what I do, you know. Well, I'm, I'm really hoping there is one. I'd love to get to watch you compete some more. I hope Southern Scuffle happens and, um, and we, can, we can watch you wrestle there too. Um, but I appreciate your time today, Andrew. Uh, I think it was a great interview, and I, I appreciate you coming on. No doubt. Thank you. Thank you for having me.